Hariyom, Shri Guru Pyodamaha. Name the ten wealthiest people in the world. Name the ten winners of the Miss Universe pageant. How about the last ten Academy Award winners? There's some other kind of questions too. Think about three people you enjoy spending time with. Name ten people who have taught you something worthwhile. And name five friends who have helped you at a difficult time. Easier to answer the second set of questions? Isn't it interesting that we give so much value to the Academy Awards or the richest person or the most beautiful person, but who remembers 10 years ago who that person was? It's so easy to be able to forget And so that just proves the point that even though we strive for these things, it's not these things that seem to matter the most, for they're not the ones that hold warm in our memory. In Bhajagavindam, one of the greatest fallacies is pointed out to us is our attitude towards wealth. We give so much importance to wealth, and certainly it is important, for without money, we can't afford our morning cup of coffee or a holiday or even just the basic comforts that we need to get through a cold winter. But very often, this desire for wealth very quickly turns into greed. And when it does, Greed has this interesting psyche where nothing is enough. No matter how much we have, it's not enough. And so let's look at society at large. We see a person living a mm, basic lifestyle. They can provide for their needs. And then they'll want just a slightly bigger house. They want to be able to upgrade to the next laptop. They want to be able to save a little bit extra so that they can go away on the weekend. And let's say somebody has accomplished now very comfortably that lifestyle. Then they want just a little bit more. They don't want a bigger house, but maybe one with a view. So we're going away for the weekend, but it would be nice if we could, you know, order extra food or go on a more comfortable vehicle. Whenever we get something, it's so easy for us to start to take it for granted. Maybe 10 years ago, we didn't have it like our mobile phones, and we were perfectly fine without it. But now that we have it, we just take it as though it has to be there. It's not even an option to us that we can do without it. No, now it's there and it's taken as a basic and of course I have to have at least this much and we want a little bit more. In this way, greed creeps in very slowly. Nobody would want to call themselves greedy because that's just such an ugly word and we would think, no, I'm not. But greed is not this obvious that we want to win millions of dollars and we suddenly want to be traveling in our own private jet. It doesn't start with such an obvious leap in the amount of wealth we have. 
It starts in wanting that little bit more than what we already have. Because what we already have seems like not much at all. This itself robs us of our joy and our peace and our happiness. Because what we have is plenty. But when we start to see it as not much and we don't even value it, that we become blinded by our own sense of wanting more that we can't see we already have so much. And it need not even be physical things because in wanting more, we often tend to look at things. We want more money, we want more things, we want more power, we want more status. And very often the things that we have is not things, but relationships and time. Time to just smell the roses. Time to just enjoy a breeze that's passing. Time to not look at the phone, but to look at the other person's face as they're talking to us. We have time. We have warmth in relationships. We have the carefreeness of our mind to be able to savor a piece of chocolate or to be able to bop along to music as it's playing. But when we let greed slip in and we want more and we want more and we want more, we lose our carefreeness. We lose this luxury of time. We lose the warmth in relationships because we become obsessed with whatever it is that we're running after next. A very well-known story to bring this point to light is a person, a miser, who had accumulated hundreds and hundreds of dollars. And when he had come to think that he had collected his fortune and was in proud to be enjoying it, just in that moment the angel of death appears before him to take him. And at that he thinks, no, what? All this money I've accumulated and now you want to take me? And so he begs, please, 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 I'll give you half of my wealth to let me live just a day longer. But there's no negotiating with, the, with death. And so even as he's pleading, he gets dragged further in and he pleads, I'll give you all my money just for one moment. And so the angel of death with a smile allows him a moment and he scribbles on a piece of paper. Whoever finds this note, if you have enough to live on, don't waste your time in accumulating fortunes. Live for all my fortunes could not buy me a single hour more of life. And so, muda, fool, is the term that gets used to describe this person that gets lost in greed. For indeed it's foolish to be running after what we don't have, losing what we do have. Think about it. For more information on Chinmaya Mission, visit our website, chinmayamission.com. For all the young adults out there, 
To know about our upcoming activities at the nearest Chinmaya Mission Center, visit us at chinmayayuvakendra.org. And for all our parents and teachers listening, please visit chinmayakids.org for an interactive experience of spirituality on a digital platform. Spellings of the website are provided in the description field of the podcast.